Hey Houston, Khan's prices are invincible. That means prices have been cut low, as in amazingly low, as in won't be beat. In fact, we're backing it up with our low price guarantee. Invincible prices on appliances, furniture, electronics, mattresses, and more. Not invincible enough for you? How about free next day delivery on appliances, TVs, and mattresses? And payment options for everyone, whether you have good credit or building. Visit Cons today and find out what invincible feels like. Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Your host, Paul, is the best-selling author of Cut That Grass and Make That Cash and the brand new book, Best Business Practices for Landscapers, now available on Audible. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Podcast Summit here in frigid, freezing, cold Maryland. You're from Maryland, correct? Yeah. Tea Time Landscaping, Trevor Parker, back on the program. Yeah, nice nice to see you again, Paul, and glad to have me back on the podcast. Yeah. yeah I'm from Maryland. And last time we were in Michigan. Right. So for everyone that thinks I sit by a swimming pool all day, like Fullerton <laughs> paints this picture, I'm, I'm out here in these cold streets, man, making it happen, bringing you guys fresh content. So it's good, good to have you here. So we are at the Podcast Summit that's sponsored by our friends at Kohler Engines. And I uh, want to say thank you to them. They're actually doing an event, Trevor, down. It's called the Lawn and Landscape Society Conference. And uh, it's down in Mississippi, February 20th through 24th. It'll be a little bit warmer down there. I went to their event a couple of years ago, and Kohler Engines does a phenomenal job uh, bringing training on how we can build our business. And um, anyway, there's open registration for now. Once it's sold out, it's sold out. That thing sells out pretty quickly. So uh, that's our sponsor today. And uh, uh, actually, that event, they just sent me a little email here. Brian Topnotch is going to be there. Mike Andes, Randy Haskell, the Almonds. Brad Bear, Copper Creek's Cuts, Naylor Taliaferro, uh, much, much more. You guys can sign up at lawnlandscapesociety.com. So no, we yeah. appreciate them. And, of course, thanks to um, Mulchmate. That's where we're at right now. We're actually in the CEO's office, Nick's office. <laughs> he's got a map. He's got a vision board. Yeah, I was looking at that. Pretty nice in here. Yeah. Cool man, I got to update my goals, man. I'm just trying to fly first <laughs> class one day. He's got a private jet right. on his vision board. I saw that. That's a nice one, too, huh? Or if he likes golf or wants his own golf course or <laughs> I don't know. We won't we'll, we'll, I don't want to share all of his uh all of his things here, but uh yeah. Fancy schmancy. <laughs> that's good though. I don't know about this Ford Lincoln. What's that? <laughs> Maybe that's <laughs> what kind of goal is that? Uh there's gotta be a story behind that. But right. <laughs> how do you have a Lear private jet and then a Ford Lincoln? I think that's for something else. <laughs> but uh anyway, we're having a good time here at the podcast summit. Also wanna say thank you to one of our longtime show sponsors. They were our first show sponsor. You know who they are? Uh Jobber. Yeah, or- buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to today's episode, Jobber as well. Uh Jobber is the software that I use for my business so I can spend less time on admin tasks. Let me make sure I hit record. Yes. All right. <laughs> oh, if you had any idea how many times I forget to do that. This is my backup right here. We're on episode like six hundred and sixteen. Nice. I saw you're about to be at a million uh Well, players. by the time this show yeah. comes out, we would have passed that. Awesome. In real time, we're gonna pass it probably today. This afternoon yeah congratulations so but but anyway jobbers is a software that i've used since the summer of 2019 
so I can spend less time on admin tasks, more time focused on growing my business. Um, Jobber can bring all those tedious admin tasks that you've been doing manually together. So you can do them through the software uh, to make running your business, managing with, you know, communication with your com- uh, customers, a seamless process. And uh, if you guys want to try it out for free, you can do so at getjobber.com forward slash Paul. They're offering a 14 day free trial. Again, that's getjobber.com forward slash Paul. I think we covered all the bases there, Trevor. Sounds good. So you just dropped some big news on me, man. You yeah. want you, you want to talk about it publicly or is that private information? I mean, yeah, uh, it's fine. We can talk about it. All right. So Logan quit, <laughs> man. Yeah, quit, resigned. I mean, T- tell it, us it the backstory because it, it was uh, in the middle of I a mean, snowstorm, huh? T- tell us the story. Yeah. So uh, we're in Maryland, and we got like our first snow last week, and uh. Yeah, I mean, it, it was cold and wet snow that day. A lot of ice. We were out for like, was out for like 20 hours that day from like 3 a.m. to like 9 p.m., however many hours that is. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, well, he was underdressed, so that contributed to it. What was he wearing? Yeah, I mean, he was what underdressed. What was the temperature? Um, and what was he wearing? That day it was probably in the, uh, say it was. 19 degrees oh, lowest or man. whatever. Like I said, it was wet and icy too. Oh. And uh, I usually am in the plow and then we'll get out and help him with the shoveling once I'm done plowing what's needed. But uh, I'm on like the biggest side I've done yet this year. So I was in the plow truck for a good what, bit What was his apparel? Well, Cause you said he was underdressed and, and that really aggravated him. What was he wearing? Yeah, it was, I mean, he was in normal like snow gear, but I guess it was just, he just got cold. Yeah. I guess it was, it just got wet quicker and, I usually wear like the Carhartt coveralls and like jacket and I'll be fine with that. A hoodie under there. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he told me that he was probably going to have to head out from the job site. And they, I was pretty bummed. I mean, cause it was just me left at that point. The subcontractor luckily sent in another truck of four guys to help me. But that was like hours later. So I was, uh, pretty much tending to the site alone for like, three and a half hours shoveling, plowing, salting, just trying to go back and forth to those three tasks. And so we, I got through that storm. Finally, I set it up my subcontractor and buddy sent out another crew of guys. They helped me clean up. Uh, there's like an F five fifty with a plow and salt, big salt spreader and four ground guys. So they knocked it out quick and helped me out. Got me to go home. And, um, it was going to snow again like two days later. And I was like trying to talk to him. I was like, do you think you're going to be able to like come out and help me on the next storm? Come out of like, retirement. Yeah. And, uh, he, he was, I have a, I got my new truck. So I have a plow on there. And then I, we are also running my old Ford. The problem with that is the heat works when it feels like it. Oh man. So like, I don't, I don't blame him for that because I mean, yeah, it's, you can make do for like enough time, but once like the windows start fogging up and stuff and it's cold in the cab, like it's not fun for anyone. Right. So he said uh, he really wanted to help me. I could tell because he has committed to working with me and everything and the season and all. But uh, like I said, he's he's got his own personal stuff going on right now that he had to make some changes to, I think. I just don't know if working with me was 
best thing for him right now or sustainable. I really did appreciate all that. Like he's been with me for a year and a half now right. and he was a great help. Like he went from not knowing how to edge to a weed whacker to edging better than me. Like, wow. so I'll always appreciate him for that and respect him and we'll still be friends down the road and stuff. So, so how old are you Trevor? 21. Okay. So this, yeah. is, this is the first major adversity in your young business career. Yeah. Lose, losing your main employee. Now the great news is you still have, I don't know the climate up here in Maryland compared to Georgia, but Mar- March one's kind of the opening of our season down there officially. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming up here it's probably maybe a couple weeks after that, your climate probably tails us a little bit cause we're, we're pretty far up North. But um, you still have time to line somebody up. Yeah, definitely. Like I told you uh, before we started, I'm going to, I posted a Facebook ad now just to try and get some part-time help for snow. But I also put in there, uh, we're looking for spring guys too, like landscape technicians, ground guys, whatever. And um, I'll boost that post on Facebook, make a new ad by a like you said, March 1st, it's usually like mid March, April. Yeah. I mean, last year we, I think our last snowstorm was like March oh, man. Like third or something like, oh. so it's definitely gonna, I think snow into March again this year just seems like it, or at least be cold. The weather's so crazy around here in the past couple of years. Yeah. Like remember like 10 years ago, like snow around Christmas and stuff. I mean, it was like probably like 55 degrees on Christmas day this year here. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard to keep up with the weather here, but I mean, still nice to be able to go through all the four seasons in this area, opposed to like Florida, I guess, where it's just, I mean, I like the warm, warm all year, but still nice to get a break. Like besides the snow work this season, um, we've just been doing a lot of firewood. I've been doing that to mm-hmm. stay busy, uh, splitting wood, selling wood, working on equipment. So now, are you still getting rent free? Are you are you still living with your parents, or yeah, I'm That's still with my parents, so I'm always blessed for that and uh, really appreciative of them because that gives you margin to invest in your business and, and to really get things um, motivated on on um, uh, you know making that next purchase or whatever. You're not worried about paying the mortgage, so yeah, I think exactly. that's fantastic because there's some 21 year olds that are sitting in the basement playing video games and they need to move out of their parents you know, house and go learn how to pay an electric bill and everything like that. But right. there's some folks like yourself that can actually take advantage of not having, I was just um, looking in Atlanta. Okay. A one bedroom apartment, <laughs> one bedroom, a little raggedy apartment that's going for 16 or 1700 bucks. Jeez. And that's, that's right. kind of in the rough end of town. You, you want to be <laughs> a little bit safer end of town. You're looking at like two grand a month. For one bedroom. So you, you're essentially saving two grand a month. It might not be that much here in Maryland, but you're, you, you know, you, that $2,000 is a lot of money that, that you can focus on, on really getting your business foundation, the right equipment, the right automations and, and, and processes and systems in place. So yeah, exactly. I, I, I love that, man. I, all the older folks are like, oh, that'd be nice to live rent free, man. <laughs> No, you said systems and automations. Like, I've, besides from like working on the firewood and stuff, equipment, I've been trying to really tackle a lot of that this off season. Uh, just working on the CRMs and uh, as well as the pricing matrix. Yeah, I finished the pricing matrix. I got all my clients in there. I, I'm probably just gonna like kind of do my own agreement letter to send to them because yeah. uh, I have a like good connection with a lot of them already, so I, I can handle that part pretty well. I think. And I've bragged on you before because 
you blew me away with how far further ahead you are in business than some guys, because you've actually been tracking your time. And so you're, you're, full disclosure, you're one of my coaching pupils, students. Yeah. And so normally when I ask somebody, okay, well, let's start crunching the data. Let's start crunching the number. We usually have to start at step one because they usually don't even have the data right. and the information of, of knowing the numbers. And so assignment one is basically, well, start logging what time you log into a customer's property, what time you leave, and then how long did it take you. From that information, we'll then tell what you're earning per man hour per property. But most folks don't have that information. So you're like, oh, yeah, look here. You had a big old journal. Right. <laughs> and you clocked in. I, I forget the lady's name, but you have funky customers' names. I finally learned Logan's name and he quit. <laughs> but um, that is so valuable because you, you actually know to the dollar what you're earning per man hour. And so you know how to adjust your prices for future quotes. If your goal is to hit 60 65 $70 a man hour, you know, oh, okay, I got to charge this price. And then your existing customers, now going into this season, you know what you need to bump them up by so that you're really um, doing well. And for 21 years old, man, I, your business is really good. <laughs> when I was 21 years old, I wish I was in your shape. You know what I mean? you you're, you're got a bright future. I know it's- I appreciate it. You know, Logan, you know, quitting is- it's difficult that first time an employee leaves, but I was just talking with Caleb. We, we had so many- uh, war stories of, of guys quitting and us not doing the right job. And right. at the end of the day, really, Trevor, I had a, one of my mentors, this stung me so bad. This, this hurt so bad, but he asked me, cause I had an employee quit on me in the middle of a job. Right. Okay. Middle of a, middle of a bush, actually. He, he trimmed half the right. bush is a bigger <laughs> one and he quit. And so I had to, oh, it's so messed up, but it's so messed up. Okay. But I, I should have never done this, but I actually gave him a ride home because he didn't have a ride. Right. So I should have just moved on my day, whatever. I took him home, came back, finished cutting this bush. I saw a, a meme the other day. A guy was at the barber shop getting a haircut <laughs> right. and he got arrested. So the police come in and arrest him nah, and half his hair. You saw that <laughs> meme? That, yeah. Half his haircut's done and the other half's not. And so I had a bush like that. And I was talking to my mentor and I'm, I'm, I'm not asking you this question, but I'm asking everyone listening this question. And he said, Paul, if you could pick any job right now to, to go work at, would you work at your company? It was called Jameson Landscaping at the time. Right. He's like, would you, you could go work anywhere in Atlanta. It's a booming economy. You go work anywhere for this pay grade, this, this range. Would you choose Jameson Landscaping? And I instantly knew H-E-A-H, no, you know, right. I, I go out there and spread more. It's 92 degrees <laughs> exactly. in the summer in Atlanta. And um, the the sod and the grass mowing and the, the there's so much going on. And so what that did for me is I realized, well, how do I turn that into a yes, where somebody would actually say, I want to work at Tea Time Landscaping or I want to work at Clean Cut Lawn Care. I was joking with Rookie this morning <laughs> at the hotel. He's like, be in the lobby at 8.15. So I show, I show up, it's eight, 18 and I come down to the lobby and he's sitting there doing this, hand, right. the worldwide nonverbals for your look at my watch or late. I was like, what time is it rookie? I knew I was a little late, but it's like eight eighteen. I was like, I wouldn't make it a clean cut lawn care. Would I? Yeah, right. He's like, Oh, you ain't no Dale Carnegie. So, um, anyway, I just say that cause there's a lot of young 21 year, 21 year olds out there we have to make our company irresistible where, where people yeah. would be like, you know what, even though I have a wife and children, I want to go work for, you know, fill in the name of your company. We have to think that way. Um, would we 
want to go work as an employee for our company. And that's, that's having the, you know, right equipment, the right systems and processes being organized. The, the guy that quit on that day, it was really good for me because as I was driving him home, <laughs> it was like 25 minute commute. He just chewed me out. Good. You're so unorganized. Your company sucks. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, wow. And I'm sitting there just listening to it. It was the most awkward drive because right. I have to take him home. He's quitting. He's just, you know, railing to me. And he could have used more respectful words of professionalism or whatever, but there was actually truth to what he yeah. was saying. And it grew me up because I realized, you know what? I, I, for example, I didn't even have a CRM. I just had sticky notes everywhere. And I was figuring right. stuff out on the fly. And I was, I was just, uh, one customer would call me and complain. We go take care of that fire. Then we go here and then we go there. And it was, it was unorganized. Um, because a, I didn't have a systems and processes in place and B I bit off more than I could chew. I was selling. I didn't, I didn't know that I shouldn't take every job. Right. I already knew I couldn't, I already knew I was, my schedule was packed. Why am I, why am I committing to all this? So Anyway, been there, done that, but, but learning, learning from it and say, okay, well, how, how can I make sure hopefully this doesn't happen as much or the attrition is, is not as, um, frequent. Right. No, yeah, definitely a lot to learn from it for me. And, uh, like I said, I've been thinking about it every day since it happened, really, like you said, how do you make your company irresistible to anyone in any position that you gotta ask yourself, would I work here? What What is it that would make me want to work here in the hottest days of the summer and the coldest, coldest days, days of the winter? It's Brittany here with the Hardscape Academy. If you're serious about keeping good, qualified people around, then you have to train them. You can say, well, what if they leave? I've trained them and I've spent all this time and resources on it. But what if they stay and you haven't taken that time to train them and they're not able to grow within your company and run their own jobs? That falls on you. So check out the hardscapeacademy.com to train yourself and your crews. This month, we're going to be launching our Crewman Paver training video. This video is for your employees. It is the how to hardscaping and not so much the why everything is done the way it is. In this 45 minute video, you'll be able to brief your employees on paver installation basics so they're ready to crush the day on site with you. The hardscapeacademy.com is the place to get skills and training for you and your crew so you can excel as a professional hardscaper and grow your company. You'll learn all the techniques and best practices to properly install pavers and retaining walls. Check out the hardscapeacademy.com. You can count on Jobber to keep your business organized. Manage your business and back and forth with customers from one place. Estimate, quote, schedule, invoice, get paid, no software experience required. Friends, you can save 20% off your first six months at getjobber.com forward slash Paul or click on the link in today's show notes to try out the business management software that I've been using for years, Jobber. Hey, Landscaper, do you work hard all year for freedom but still feel as though your money controls you? Unfortunately, because you can't give bookkeeping your full energy or focus, it just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you? Because your business demands your time elsewhere, you need a personalized bookkeeping solution dedicated to your industry. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, now known as the Landscaping Bookkeeper, is dedicated to giving your time and peace of mind back through our monthly bookkeeping service. 
You can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute phone call. We want you to become a confident and informed business owner. We'll take care of your grain so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com. All righty, and we are back here at the podcast summit. So people are coming in, and, and uh, I'm actually in the front office here, the CEO's office, Nick Carlson. So had to kind of say hello to our friends from Pennsylvania who came down to uh, be a part of this podcast summit. Today, again, we are at Mulch Mate, sponsored by Kohler Engines, uh, hosted here by LCR Media at Mulch Mate. I'm with Trevor, and we're, we're just having a real conversation uh, because you had your employee, Logan, quit. And I think I was talking with Nick and actually Caleb Allman about this in, in different situations this morning. But as business owners, when something negatively happens in our business, there's pain, there's loss, there's difficulty to ask, why did this happen and, and how can we pivot the company so it, it either doesn't happen again or there's a there's a, a uh, we're better in the future as a business that we actually learn from this challenge. And, and I know Caleb and Nick and I are, we're talking and some of the stories were private, so I'm not going to share them, but we all, we all go through where you get punched. Wouldn't Mike Tyson say everyone's got a plan until you get punched in the mouth. Right. Yeah, he did. And so I want to unpack this a little bit more of, of how do we make tea time landscaping irresistible? How do we make your business reach its full potential? Cause you're off to a great start, but this is a huge learning experience. No. Yeah. I mean, things like, uh, just to think about, I mean, it's deeper than like what what like you can offer them to wear. Like the people want like responsibility. They want like gratification of like they won't be told they're like doing a good job. Like, I mean, like I just use Lone as an example. Like maybe like there's times where I was so overwhelmed and actually running the business, working in it, on it. Like maybe like I forgot to tell them like at the end of the week, like. We did a great job this week, mm. and like, it, thanks for all the hard work. Like, I definitely would tell them that all the time, but like, may missed out on a couple opportunities to tell them it where like it would have meant more to them than just out of the ordinary. Yeah, I don't think you could say it too much because a couple of of jobs that. I felt so underappreciated. I worked at a place called Best Burger. Right. And I was constantly getting yelled at, you know what I mean? And, and then I worked at Carabas and you know, I was at, uh, we were out to dinner last night at Bubba's and the poor waitress dropped the plates and it oh, shattered wow. and it made a loud noise right. and everyone's like, Ooh, like, like you're at a basketball game and someone <laughs> yeah. blocked a shot or what. I don't know, like the poor girl. But what would happen was when we would, you know, and this happened to me way too many times. I remember one of my first weeks I had all the drinks on the tray <laughs> and I walk up and I, I, I somehow dropped it and it lands on the, the grandpa who's paying for the bill. Wow. His, his whole pants are just <laughs> soaked with, you know, Coca-Cola water, Jeez. you know, water and lemon, <laughs> all that stuff fell on his lap. And, and, and then, you know, I get yelled at and then I, exactly. I drop the tray and the glasses hit the little floor and shatter everywhere. And, and I get yelled at. And then it's rarely where at the end of the day, but Hey, Jameson, great, great shift, you know, way to, way to bring the energy enthusiasm. Right. I thought I was a pretty good server. Um, but you, you know, those things would have meant a lot if they would have said, Hey, Jameson, keep up the good work. Exactly. You're doing good. Cause my basketball coach, when I was in seventh grade, I mean, he would pump me up, man. Like great defense, Jameson, you know, keep up, you know, and those little moments, I actually ran into my um, middle school basketball coach 20 years later. Oh, he wow. didn't even recognize oh, me. Wow. But um, he probably looks similar to. He looks the same, right, but I, like, I've gotten. Yeah, exactly. I've gotten 
I don't know, better, worse. I don't <laughs> I look just, different. Just grew up. Got a beard, <laughs> some muscles. And uh Paul Jameson, is that really you? Yeah. And, and but but man, I, I can remember him encouraging me. No, exactly. And as business owners, I don't think we could do that enough. If they're actually doing they're doing what they're supposed to be doing, acknowledge it. No, yeah. I mean, exactly. If they're actually doing it, you don't wanna falsely do it, but uh you wanna bring them up too and teach them how to do it right so they you can actually tell them they're doing a good job and stuff and appreciate them. I have said, I mean, uh, anyone who's ever helped me in my business, like from Logan to a friend I've like called a hundred times the night before, like I greatly appreciate them. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, that's how I got to this point. Cause you can't do it alone, but I mean, look at looking ahead to the spring rush, uh, Trevor, what, what is the game plan with, with the mowing, with the upsells of the installations, uh, what's your plan of attack as you're on the eve of the spring rush here? Yeah, so for spring, I think I'm going to be uh, right around the 50, 60 lawn mark again. And uh, Are those all weekly or do you have some bi-weeklies in there? There's about uh, probably four bi-weeklies. And uh, surprisingly, like the, some of the bi-weeklies are the people who actually buy another service from me during the season. So like, I'm not, I don't want to really drop them off and... Like I said, I mean, the weather's so crazy here in Maryland. There's so many grass types, weed types. Like, I'm still mowing a lot of weeds, too. Like, they're not all perfectly fertilized, groomed lawns, for sure. But, uh, I mean, it's still just a good cash flow still for where I'm at right now. And uh, I think I'm going to really try to just attack, like, thoroughly, like, getting a tight schedule for the lawns and, like, really trying to sell to all the lawn customers, the mulch installs, like, tree work and pruning removals. I'm going to try and put together, well, I'm in the process of it now, putting together like a package deal for like some of my customers. I'm going to like, like you said, like start on like a few of your customers first to test out the waters and then like implement it into all of them as you go. Like I just know from knowing these people, a lot of them aren't going to go for the full summer package deal, like monthly bill for the either 10, 12 months. Mm -hmm. But I know like a, a good bit of them will be interested in that because even, uh, when I was doing a uh, biweekly payments just to help with uh cash flow, like I would uh, bill every two weeks for the lawn mowing. Even that was like kind of annoying to them. Like they don't even, they really just don't want to even be bothered with it. If they could be all automated and on a monthly schedule, like that's what the people want nowadays. Cause yeah. Convenience is King. Right. And so uh, with new customers that come into the business, just sharing that, Hey, you know, we will, here's my two kind of rules, Trevor. Cause I, um, I used to be pretty bold on the pay on the first of each month for that month in advance. Cause I've successfully done that for years and years and years and years. And I know it works. Right. Um, but some people, you know, kick and shout and, and, and don't think they can do that. Um, but what you can do is at least charge the card on file the day you do the service. If, if you're not going to do the first of the month. So either way you're getting paid before the month start, before, pardon me, before you, you're getting paid the day you do the service. Right. The, the biggest mistake that folks are making in this industry is they're mowing. The, they will take April, for example. They'll come the first week of April and mow, mow at Trimblow. They'll come right. the second week, the third week, the fourth week, and then they send the invoice on April 30th. And then Sweet Sue, you know, opens it like May 4th. And, and then right. she she <laughs> says she puts the check in the mail and she forgets. And you, you, you didn't get paid till May 15th. Right. So it's actually six weeks. Six weeks have gone by since you actually were on the property and, and mode to when you actually got paid. 
in that in that situation. And so, what I try to encourage folks, and I know you're one of my you know pupils, so I I uh, feel comfortable sharing this. But at the very worst case scenario, if you go, let's say it's the second week of April, then you actually have their card on file with Jobber or whatever you're using, and, and then you charge their card that day. You do the service. Okay, that, that's worst case scenario because now you. Now you provided the service and you got paid within the same day. Yeah. Now, it might take a day or two for the money to transfer into your account. Right. But, that's but you're, you're paid. And then best case scenario, and, and, and tr- folks, I, I just started doing this, I think it was 2013, and it never had an issue. You just, you just charge them on the first, actually, one, one, one guy fought me on it. <laughs> Other than that, we're going to charge you, let's say it's for April, on, on April 1st. We'll be there four times this month, so I'll, I'll, I'll just bill them the whole price up front right and, and it's due on the first of the month and if you have most cards on file then you just agree to that in writing um, but that that helps the cash flow um because now you're, you're getting paid in real time or even ahead of time no yeah so uh, back to the systems just implement stuff like that i'm gonna have to because like i said i want to be like my goal for tea time and vision is we can be like a full service like from mowing the lawn to doing the mulch weeding once a month trimming to if they need a tree taken down we can take care of it mm-hmm. and uh so i just have to figure out uh all my prices really like, uh, like with the pricing matrix and everything i got my mowing prices down closer to springtime i'm probably gonna start just going to the lawns and doing the estimates for the mulch like just let them know that i can offer them the whole package for the season now because i already know how much it's going to cost for each month but uh like I said, I'm going to be a hybrid because it's it's still like my position easier to just charge for the mulch job when we're the, right when we're done doing it. And yeah, no, that's 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 fine, and you can leave the mulch out of the 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 monthly price if it's easier. You can just do okay. It's um March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, maybe even November. It's, we were cutting it, in December here this year. Yeah, well, so what you could do is charge those one off. So you get the customer's right. card on file and just say, hey, sweet Sue, it's $200 per month. And that, that starts the, the first week of March or if you guys are out here, April, whatever you start. And, and, and we're going to come every single week. We're going to mow edge, trim blow, make your property look pristine. We'll conclude the season the end of November. And then if you need us in December, January, February, maybe even March, then, then we, right. we'll just, we'll just uh, charge you for one service, which is 75 bucks or whatever your thing is. Yeah. And then you just charge your card on file that 200 or whatever your price is. That's, that's kind of a low, I'm just throwing numbers out. Cause I'm, I'm looking at the buffet they're setting up for lunch. <laughs> it's looking pretty good. So I'm distracted, but then you, you, you always are upselling and cross selling. You're always yeah, upselling exactly. and cross selling. So as you're out on her property and she comes out to walk fluffy, the dog and you say, Hey, Mrs. Smith, your garden beds are really looking raggedy, huh? You know, I think it's time we freshen those up. And, uh, you know, I was, I, I already calculated it, it will be eight yards of mulch right. and, um, our, our, our rate is a hundred dollars a yard. Um, so that'll be $800 plus, you know, we have a $50 delivery fee. The guy will come and deliver it, um, conveniently for us. So 850 bucks, but we could, we could get you on our schedule. We'll be doing those over the next two, three weeks. And, um, I'm telling you tea time, that's where your money's at is, 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 um, upselling those yeah, mulch jobs exactly. at a hundred bucks a pop or more. If you can get more, right. I was talking to a guy down in Florida that's getting out like, uh, I think he said between one fifteen and one forty. 
Wow. And I yeah. said, are you sure you're telling right. me the right information here? <laughs> Come up, because he's, he's moving to Atlanta. I was like, well, you know, I, different. I don't know if they spend that kind of money up here in Atlanta, man. <laughs> but um, you could try, you know, but but 100's a good baseline Right. Uh, you, you know, you don't want to be getting single or double digits. You want to be in triple digits for mulch. No, yeah, definitely. I mean, that's like, but, but you make good money on that, especially if you're buying the mulch for, you know, 20, 22 bucks a yard. Right. And, um, you know, c- pass that cost of the delivery over. And then it's like you said, tree, if, if you notice a tree needs pruned or removed or whatever, um, those upsells and cross sells are so, so important. And, and if I could intercept the 21 year old Paul Jamison, I would have said, hey, the lawn mowing's good. Uh, to get you what we call the front door, to get them in the front door. Right. But then that back door is when you want to sell them all of the accessories. Exactly. Where you, where you really make the money in your business. So just keep that in mind as you grow, that each customer, are you maximizing every dollar you can on that property with what they need, whether it's mulch, tree pruning, any anything and everything that you could, you have the tools and the knowledge to do upsell and cross sell to them um, before we worry about adding a new lawn mowing customer when we're leaving money on the table with the others. Well, tea time, it looks like it's lunch. Uh, it's going to be lunchtime here. What, what, what's for lunch today, sir? Uh, we got chicken, beans, <laughs> brisket. brisket. Oh, brisket. <laughs> here you go. I knew Nick, I, I just knew he's going to come through. Right. I, I didn't see anything on the email or anything, but I, I assumed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, it's sponsored by Kohler Engines. They, they, you know, yeah, and again, yeah. Kohler sponsoring this and, and Nick Nick and Naylor kind of tag teaming, hosting us here. Uh, thanks to everyone who's making. We're at the Podcast Summit and, uh, you know, I'm sure uh, part of the um, generosity throughout the day is is those sponsors making it all happen oh, of, yeah, of uh, Kohler Engines and, and Mulchmate. So we appreciate them. And Naylor. Um for everything he's done for this event with all this Essentia water and cough drops. And, um, he put me up at a really nice hotel last night. So, Oh, which one was it? Right by the airport or, mm-hmm. uh, Hilton. Okay. Yeah. So one words, I'm happy. Marriott <laughs> Hilton. Um, what's some other good ones with one word Weston. Yeah. Those are good. When it gets to the end, something it might be a little. Yeah. So you get an embassy suites by Hilton. It ain't, it ain't as good. Or Hilton right. Garden Inn. Once they started adding words, and then <laughs> what was that Red Roof Inn Plus? <laughs> yeah, I, GIE. Oh man. Well, yeah, but they had one. They had one here, man. Ah, uh, yeah. Red, Red Roof Inn clear. Plus. Yeah. So no, no, no thank you. And uh, if you guys are looking to automate your business and uh, need a software to help you communicate with your customers, uh, Jobber is what I've used um, since 2019. So you can um, send out quotes through Jobber. They can pay you with a card or you could actually get the card on file. Um, So invoicing, contactless payments, stay organized with Jobber. And all you gotta do is go to getjobber.com forward slash Paul. When you go to getjobber.com forward slash Paul, they'll give you 14 day free trial. And then uh, if you decide you wanna try Jobber and subscribe to it, you'll actually save 20% off your first six months. Mr. Producer, we'll put that link in the show notes. Getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Brisket's calling my name, Tea Time. <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks for being back on the show. Thanks for your friendship and, and okay. the opportunity to speak into your business. It's like when, when I can guide a young man like you to avoid all the mistakes that I made. And, you know, I can't wait to hear, you know, by the time you're 26, 27 and 30, you know, right. I'm a millionaire, Paul. <laughs> yeah, thanks. For, you know, I mean, I'm for real. It's like you and Jeremiah Jennings and these other 21, 22-year-old kids 
by the time you're my age, you're going to be so much further ahead in life than I am now. And it, it's just a blessing to me to get to, to help you. Um, cause I, 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 I screwed up big time when I was in my twenties and, and I don't want you guys to have to make the, some dumb mistakes I did. <laughs> well, likewise, man, appreciate friendship seeing you again. I mean, I'm sure you had a nice hand in putting this all together. The podcast summit. I mean, you've been, uh, advertising it on Instagram and everything the past couple of months. So yeah, I mean, just keep doing what you can in the podcast space. Like I said, congratulations on a million plays and everything. Thank you. It's awesome. Thank you. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.